Good day from Wall Street. This is Jack Marks for Wall Street Reporter. And today I am speaking once again with Next Super Stock presenter, Evan Gappelberg, CEO of Next Tech AR Solutions. The stock symbol is N-E-X-C-F over the counter, N-T-A-R on the C-S-E. Evan, welcome back. Thanks for having me back, Jack. Evan, uh, you know, first I want to congratulate you on closing this new acquisition of uh, Jalokia uh, and Thank some you. of the, some of the recent uh, the record revenue growth you've had you've been announcing. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it took a little longer than we anticipated. You know, the lawyers, um, you know, they have their fun with these acquisitions, but uh, we feel really good about it and, uh, you know, our team just got bigger. We now have, uh, you know, 10 new superstar employees that um, are going to help us to build this virtual events platform uh, into something very, very big and significant for our shareholders. So, you know, the the, the main thing uh, that we're going to be discussing really is the, is the new acquisition, Jalokia. Uh, but, right. um, you know, first, you know, can you, can you give our audience – an update on how, you know, Next Tech, you know, how the business, you know, how you're doing in this sort of uh, new, uh, let's call it the new pandemic paradigm. Yeah. I mean, look, we started out, you know, in Q4 of 2018. And uh, back then we had no revenue. We were just, uh, you know, a pure startup. In 2019, we reported $6 million, uh, for the full year. Um, with, you know, uh, almost half of that revenue coming in Q4. And, you know, Q1 is going to be a record-breaking quarter for us. We're going to be reporting that in the next um, couple of weeks. Um, Our business is on fire. I mean, you know, (laughs) the pipeline of deals, um, the deals that we're signing, um, the big-name corporations that we're talking to on a daily basis, um, for a small startup company, quite honestly, I'm even surprised, Jack. No, definitely. And, and you know, what's interesting is that um, essentially Next Tech is, it's kind of, in the, you know, you're in the right place at the right time. You know, you're in, the, in this, uh, the virtual, the, the remote, the AR space. This is, you know, this is kind of where all the action in the market is right now, you know, with stocks like Zoom, Teladoc. You know, these things are yeah. making highs. Uh, you know, I, th- I think one of the things that maybe investors might be surprised is that you know, Next Tech is still you know, you know, fifty percent off of the the highs of January. But you know, maybe we could we'll 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 talk about that later. But um, let's let, let's get into this Jalokia Jalokia deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Know, what caught my attention, you know, in, in some of the releases is you know, some of the blue chip customers that that. Are using the Jalokia platform. You got Merck, Johnson Johnson, Toyota, Viacom, Polycom, which is you know impressive. So, can you explain exactly you know what does Jalokia do, and you know why are these you know enterprise customers why are they choosing Jalokia versus I don't know Zoom, GoToWeb, you know all these WebEx. You know, there's a bunch of these platforms yeah. out there. What's what are you doing different? So the, the thing about Jalokia's platform, which is really, really interesting and unique, uh, well, there's a number of things, but there's a couple of two main, there's two main takeaways. One is the encryption or security of the platform. It is as secure as Fort Knox. Like you, you're not going to, you know, 
get into the Jalokia platform unless you were invited in. Unlike Zoom, where you know hackers hack in all the time and and it's a real problem. Like it's, it's been you know, a disaster art, for them. It's been a disaster. I mean, there's articles about you know major banks and you know corporations that refuse to use Zoom, and so the companies that we're dealing with. They have a higher level of security that they require, and the Jalokia platform offers that. Now, the second thing that Jalokia offers, which is really unique, is the ability to create a totally custom environment. So Jalokia is built on HTML5, which is basically the same platform that you would use, the same technology to build a website. So if you think about a virtual event or a virtual conference or, or training solution, you can create an environment that looks and feels exactly like the rest of your website. Uh, all of your, your logos, your colors, look and feel will be customized to the company that's presenting. And that's very, very unique. You know, Zoom, Zoom doesn't offer that, right? Zoom has a very cookie cutter, um, you know, kind of platform where it's, it's very generic. It's not custom. And so we can customize and, you know, I think it's important to kind of take a step back and look at the valuations a bit, Jack. Um, you know, when we looked at Jalokia as an acquisition, we looked at the market and we said, well, all right, Zoom's out there with a $40 billion market cap. Um, you know, they're trading at 40 times forward-looking revenue, or 66 times trailing revenue. And then you got Slack trading at 25 times trailing, Teladoc trading, you know, like you mentioned Teladoc at, at about 25 times trailing. You know, we were able to pick up Jalokia at one times trailing 12 months. Um, and that business is set to, you know, grow very, very rapidly, meaning we picked it up just at the right time for the right price. And now we're bringing augmented reality to the Jalokia platform and to all the customers you mentioned, those blue chip customers, we're on the phone with them. Uh, we have scheduled calls for the next two weeks with Johnson and Johnson and Merck and, and Toyota to present to them uh, our augmented reality and, and the next generation uh, of, uh, of the Jalokia platform. And so, you know, if you look at next tech with 15 to 20 million in projected revenue, for 2020, if you look at virtual conferences, you know, they've all been canceled. Uh, well, conferences have all been canceled. Virtual trade shows, trade shows. I mean, that's yeah. the big thing. And can you yeah. replace, yeah. Can, can Jalokia, you know, because we, using AR, can you essentially replace, you know, some trade shows? Um, kind of. I mean, yeah. It, you know, with virtual reality, you, you know, you would be able to get fully immersed into um, a trade show kind of experience. Um, but with augmented reality, we're creating 3D AR um, booths. We're creating um, AR product views. So let's say you're a big company and you have a series of product launches scheduled for 2020. Normally, you would have a big gathering and a conference and you know, all your suppliers and buyers would show up. I mean, that's not happening. And so how do you, it's a big problem, right? So how, how would you tackle that? You want to present new products to your customers, right? So you can get orders. 
and you can't do it in person. So we're getting calls from major corporations saying, hey, can you ARTize our product and put on a virtual conference where our customers can see the AR product in their environment, interact with it, and ultimately buy it? And the answer is yes. And, and we're the only ones that can do that. There is nobody else that has an end-to-end solution with a virtual conference and AR. And, there are other virtual conference companies, but they don't have AR. You know, and, and, and Evan, I keep thinking back, like, you know, uh, the demo that, that you guys did, uh, you know, in one of our live streams where you had that, uh, I always, I keep referring it to as a truck, but it's, what is it? It's some sort of, what's that, the, that uh, it was like that 40-foot oh, separation. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's so a giant machinery truck, yeah. whatever. Huge. It's you know, and uh yeah. you're and it was a Paul, uh he was basically showing the actual truck inside your conference room in Toronto and anybody yeah. watching this on their phone or on their desktop can actually see up close the details, I mean, of of this massive piece of machinery as if it was you know, kind of like right in their face, as if they were in front of it. I mean, you can even see the, yeah. the, the reflections off metal. It's uh, it's incredible. You know, um, I we did an interview with uh, you know Mark Faber, you know the the big uh, investment guru, uh, Mr. Doom and Gloom, Mr. Yeah. Doom and Gloom. Yeah, a few weeks ago, <laughs> and uh, you know he he was basically he he had a point. He said essentially that this. Um, you know, with these new technologies, this you know this the, this remote virtual uh, webinars, everything, you know, big companies, they're not going to go back to doing, you know, business as before with these trade shows because once they realize, you know, right. they can more or less get a lot of the same stuff quicker. You what know, we're a realizing fraction of the cost. Yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. So, you know, it, it, it's really fascinating. So, you know, next tech was a first mover, is a first mover in this world of AR. Uh, then the pandemic showed up. And what it's really done is it's taken five years worth of runway, meaning, you know, it would take like three to five years for AR to really integrate into society. And it's turned it into one year. In other words, you know, everything accelerated. The, the play, the plan, it was all in place. It was all there, but it really was, you know, like long-term, right? Now it's all happening this year. Everybody that we're on the phone with has some familiarity with AR and they're saying, hey, you know, it was on our roadmap, but now it's a here and now thing. It's give it to me, bring it. You know, we were looking at it, toying with it, you know, and, and now we're being asked, I mean, the, you know, all these stores, um, if you think of, you know, brick and mortar stores, they were all trying to figure out the store of the future. What's the store of the future? What does our future look like? But they were all like, well, we'll deal with that, you know, over the next couple of years, right? Because that's just why, why make it a priority? Now, <laughs> the brick and mortar stores are closed. Now it's moved from, you know, again, this three-year plan to we need it this year. We need it now the store of the future. And so next tech is getting inbound calls like crazy from major fortune 1000 companies saying, can you do us, you know, proof of concept, you know, that they pay for um, and show us what, what, what our new reality is going to be. And then 
you know, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars in budgets because they're not spending money on, you know, the traditional, uh, you know, marketing and rent and payroll. It's all now pivoting. All that capital is pivoting towards virtual events. It's pivoting towards uh, virtual stores. It's pivoting towards these stores of the future, which is what Next Tech, you know, the, 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 talking about all of the stuff that we offer. So like you said, you know, when we started, it's being in the right place at the right time. You know what's interesting, Jack? Um, I was just reading an article uh, in Barron's. I don't know if you know this, but there's a new work from home ETF that is about to launch. I didn't you know, know this. that. No, I didn't know this. This is yeah. crazy. Okay. It's, just... it? it's unbelievable. Uh, so think about it like this. What so, are they, are they adding so, next tech is the question. And when? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to send them, you know, uh, we're going to let them know that we're here, put it that way. But I, I mean, it's, it's fascinating because if you think about, you know, these ETFs, like you have a blockchain ETF, right? Nobody knew what blockchain was, you know, four years ago, right? Five years ago. Now, blockchain, blockchain. Then you had a cannabis ETF. Nobody, you know, everybody knew what cannabis was, but it wasn't investable until, you know, Q4 of 2017, when all these ETFs came out and billions of dollars went into, you know, those ETFs. Now they're launching a work from home ETF and it's looking like June, July, you know, uh, it's already, you know, they've already applied to, to the SEC. And I mean, that's, you know, that's, uh, like, that's, 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 yeah. yeah, that, you know, that could be a potential catalyst for the stock. It's very, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know about this, uh, but that could be, it could interesting. be a huge catalyst. Yeah. It could be a huge catalyst because you're talking about, you know, these ETFs, a work from home ETF. You know, it'll it'll garner you know hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars worth of you know investors' capital, and then they got to put it to work. It's like a you know it's like an index. I mean, it is an index, and so yeah, I mean you know yeah, I don't know if we're going to get picked up by it, but if you know, but either way, it's just a positive for. Uh, the whole sector. Yeah, definitely, definitely. No, it's um, and and again, so so what? Uh, let's maybe talk about um, you know, maybe some of the metrics uh, behind Jalokia. Um, like, what was like kind of the rationale? How you know, and more in terms of how do you how you see adding value and some of the synergies and leverage with you know with all the other you know uh, you know yeah. products that you have right now, like the online ad network, the three D ad network, I should call it. Sure. So, so first of all, you know, it's important to note that Jalopia has already put on over 4,000 events to date that they are no, you know, like startup where they haven't done any of this before that they've, you know, they have hundreds of thousands of uh, people that have, that have used their platform uh, and that they've, they've, you know, done these events in over a hundred countries um, and for, you know, Johnson and Johnson, they do like product training. They've issued, you know, over 10,000 certifications on their platform. I mean, these are pretty, you know, big numbers again, for a company that is really just doing a million dollars in trailing 12 months. But, you know, we're anticipating in 2020 for that number to multiply, uh, pretty dramatically. Now, when you talk about how does it fit in, it fits in perfectly. Um, basically 
it becomes our enterprise uh, platform where, you know, all of the AR that we offer can be triggered off of and in a virtual event. So um, if Johnson & Johnson is doing a virtual event, there's a new product that they're launching. You know, in the past, it was all video-based. So in the future, and, you know, near future, it's going to be a QR code that activates an AR experience. And the QR code could be on print, meaning, you know, it could be on internal, um, you know, print documents. It could be off of uh, a computer screen where you're watching a video. Uh, the guy on screen is demoing a new Johnson & Johnson product. And you just put your phone camera up to the QR code. And like magic, what you were looking at on screen is now in the room with you as an AR experience. And, you know, you see this exploded view of the product. And, you know, the talking head on the screen is kind of explaining to you what you're looking at um, in AR. So very, very powerful. Um, we see the ability to upsell as a very big deal, meaning a customer comes in, they're using the platform for virtual conferences, but you know what? Next Tech has a whole 3D ad network. We would go to that same customer and say, hey, do you want to market and try and drive more people? Because, you know, virtual conferences, there's no limit how many people you can drive to an event, a virtual event, you know, unlike uh, uh, an event that you actually go to. And so you can use our 3D ad network to drive more eyeballs to a webinar or to, uh, to a conference. Um, and, you know, on and on it goes, right? Where if you look at our product offering, be it web AR, where you could have the same product that you saw in the video, on your website in AR, be it a 3D AR ad where you're driving traffic and, and pushing more and more eyeballs to the AR experience. I mean, these are very, very valuable um, business segments that we've created. These are still, you know, early days, meaning the, the ad network just went live. <laughs> you know, it's literally a couple of months in. And then we have our AR Ties 360 app which is about to go live, you know, we're just kind of finishing it up, which really speaks to the creation of the AR assets at scale. And I this is the, the capture, this is the capture technology the that, capture. that you demonstrated. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, I, I want to speak to that real, real briefly here. So we had a call with uh, our friends at Google. Um, they actually reached out to us, the head of BizDev over there and and, you know, we spent like an hour talking to them about our tech and they know everybody in, in, you know, in the world of AR. And so, you know, when Google talks, like, I, I mean, I got to listen, right? We were explaining all of our tech and, you know, he really zoned in on this AR Ties 360 uh, capability that we have, you know, to, to capture at scale. And in that conversation, um, you know, Google basically said to us, look, why don't you just launch that app with one thing in mind, get laser focused and just capture sneakers because the app works really, really well with capturing shoes and sneakers. Oh, that's interesting. Footwear. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hot so, market. So this collectible sneaker thing is like crazy. This is like billions yeah, of dollars. Yeah. 
billions and billions. It's huge, right? So he was like, you know, don't don't try and you know, because basically the way the app works, just like anything else, is that everything captures at a different level of quality. So he asked, like, what's the highest level? Like, what does it do the best? And the answer is sneakers, sneakers and shoes. So he said, just do that. Like, don't even fuck around with, you know, anything else. Just launch the app, get laser focused on sneakers. And then over time, you can continue to add more product mix to the capture. And so we've pivoted the ARTIZE 360 app to sneakers. So when we launch it, it's going to be 100% geared towards sneaker uh, companies and manufacturers and, and, like you said, the guys that trade sneakers, where they will be able to, for you know, the small fee of like 40 bucks, create an AR version of their sneaker, which is very, very powerful and you know, a great sales tool. And, and we think um, that that has a lot of legs. So I just wanted to you know, update you on that um, because it was, it was, uh, again, you know, I have my ideas, but when Google talks, I mean, I'm going to listen, right? Right. And, and that's, it seems like that's, that's kind of the, uh, you know, the, the, the strategy that, you know, all these tech companies use is they start off with one, like kind of micro market and then they get laser focused and then what, and then from there they really expand out. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that hasn't been you know, the Evan Gappelberg way of doing things, but I'm going to give it a whirl. Meaning um, I know that the ARTIZE app, again, works flawlessly with sneakers and shoes. So, you know, we want to succeed no matter what. That's the goal. Um, and so, you know, like if we, if we want, if we put out the ARTIZE app and it wasn't just sneakers, like let's say it was, you know, hey, ARTIZE anything. And someone try to ARTize a car, for instance, which has a lot of glass, right? And a lot of reflection because of the paint. That experience would not be the same as the guy capturing the shoe. In other words, the, the, the product, the, the, you know, the actual AR experience would not be as high caliber. Okay. Right. So, so, the, so, yeah. so, how long? How long does it would it take? Uh, like, like for for somebody to do a full, you know, AR capture of uh, of a sneaker. Five minutes. Five minutes. Three okay. Five. Okay. Three and you know what's minutes. what's yeah. interesting is that this you know this, that's kind of sneaker culture. Let's, I think that's what they, they call the sneaker culture in this yeah. whole collector yeah. market, which you know I don't understand it, but hey, I I, I can appreciate it. Is, is that uh, yeah? That's a great demographic. I mean, this is kind of like a a younger audience. It's sort of not even. I don't think they're even that young anymore. It sort of goes from the millennials to. I mean, I do see like some guys in their 50s wearing some of these sneakers uh yeah you know and uh and, and that and from there you don't have you don't have a pair of nike off-white jack no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what that is uh the 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 uh but you know, from there that kind of from you know that gives them kind of their taste and that kind of spreads the technology out and those are like the you know your early adopters yeah, and don't forget, I mean, the Nikes of the world are looking for, the Adidas of the world are looking for, the Pumas of the world, they're looking for the solution. They want what we have. They, You know, Google, um, you know, indicated that 
you know, they talk to all the big brands and they're all looking for a scalable way to, um, you know, create uh, sneakers, you know, in AR and 3D. And if you uh, think about it. I was going to say, you should. should, Oh, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of sneakers, maybe millions, you know, pairs. I don't know the number, but it's a big number um out there in terms of different you know different styles and not to mention shoes and you know if you think about you know the size of the market um and if we're you know we're able to capture that as a first mover um you know there aren't any other players i mean there's no solution right so um there's a big opportunity even in that niche market even in you know i mean but footwear i mean everybody's got two feet Everybody wears sneakers, you know, pretty much, right? Or, or shoes. And so um, there's a big opportunity. The, the Google strategy in- is, is, you know, the, the, guy, the, the guy's advice is brilliant. You know, I, I was thinking, have you talked to, uh, what is it? I, I read the article with, uh, you know, Kanye West. You know, he's making all his money in sneakers. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's where I think he's worth, yeah. like, officially, yeah. uh, he's a billionaire officially now. Right. Yeah, yeah, I read the same article. And it's, it's coming. He's got. I saw there was a picture yeah. of him there, and he's. Easy. Yeah, yeah, he's. Easy. How, he's yeah. yeah. How many? He's got. Yeah. I think he's designed like a thousand, maybe more. It's, it could be in the thousands of different designs he's made. And yeah. all different. Yeah. They all have different like uh, shapes. It's like you know. And, and if somebody can actually, and you know, they all trade on the secondary market now, right? <laughs> you have this, you know, secondary market of, of sneakers. And um, you know, so f- and it, it's actually great for the technology because with with somebody's you know their smartphone, they can just point at their feet and they can actually see what these uh, Yeezys will look like on you know how yeah. they will actually look on their sh- their on their feet. Yeah, yeah, and and you know our app will let you do that for forty dollars, and in some cases, you know, if it's like enterprise scale, it could even be less. Uh, you guys should call, call, uh, call. Uh, well, the app's gonna be the app's gonna be live, right, in the app store. And once it's live, we will start marketing it to everybody, including Kanye. Um, and I, and it's a free download, so they'll try it. Like, what what do they have to lose? Uh, we give them one free uh, scan, so you know, to test it out, right? And then after that, um, bingo. Perfect. You know the money starts. The money starts to roll in. So yeah, we're excited. That's just another business segment for us, um, and we also look at that as a lead gen. Because back to our earlier part of our conversation. So let's say Kanye or somebody starts to scan 3D sneakers. Well, hey, let's take that same scan and put it into a 3D AR ad. Right. I mean, that's the magic of the next tech business model. Is that. It's not a one and done, and that's where you make it's, the money from the from the. That's where you have the real scale. You you make the forty bucks on just the, that well, capture, yeah, and then yeah. you can make you know a thousand times that, thousand, yeah, recurring exactly. revenues, exactly. yeah. Yep, you got it. And then you know you could say to Yeezy, you know, hey Kanye, why don't you do a live event on our Jalokia platform with your sneaker? <laughs> you know, so someone could watch him give a, a live you know, talk about his sneaker, what went into the design, and then scan the QR code that's in the video, 
And bingo, the sneakers now in the viewers' room. I mean, you know, it's like home shopping network. They can hold. They, it's like it's like, and they can actually essentially hold the sneakers in their hands. You can see inside, outside, every detail. Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, obviously it's AR, so there's no, you know, you can't actually touch it, but it it. it you can almost like smell the leather. Smell that uh, plastic, yeah. whatever they're made out of. That sneaker right. smell, new sneaker smell, I yeah. should say. <laughs> so, um, so let's get back to Jalokin. Now they're doing. I think they, so. They're they're they did about a million revenues. Uh, I think they're yeah. earning. I noticed twenty nineteen. Oh yeah, so I noticed twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, they did a million. Now, in the terms of the deal, I think you have it as what is it? Is it that uh, if they do, it's f- a million. A million shares, you know, to start. So, you know, one time, right? Restricted restricted uh, shares. Yeah, restricted shares. But, you know, they had, um, you know, a desire to participate in the upside, right? Because there's going to be upside. And so I thought it was fair. We came to an agreement where um, if the platform generates, you know, just, just keep in mind, this is monthly recurring revenue. So the million in 2019 is still a million in 2020. Um, it's not like it goes away. It's not like, uh, you know, those customers aren't going to continue to use the Jalokia platform. Uh, it's ongoing and monthly recurring revenue. Uh, so it's, it's a SaaS model. So in 2020, um, we agreed to pay out the Jalokia shareholders at the end of, uh, a year. So basically April 30th, 2021, we calculate how much revenue uh, the Jalokia platform has brought in for Nextech. And if it's $4 million in additional revenue, they get an additional block of $4 million worth of restricted shares in Nextech. Now, if it's $10 million in additional revenue, they still only get $4 million. They get capped out. But it's a um, win-win. It's really a win-win situation because if this now, if if uh, if Jalokia does, let's say they do, you know, four million in revenues, right? And if the market mm-hmm. gives Nextech the type of valuation just for that business that they're giving, you know, the peers, you know, the, the comps like Zoom, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just say thirty x thirty x multiple, which is not crazy because you know it's growing, right. like you yeah. know, so thirty x revenues. That's uh, one hundred and twenty million. It could be what that's like. Yeah. That's about, you know roughly three bucks a share. Is is, is it, it could add to the stock price? Yeah, I mean it's uh, just for that. Just only for that business unit, not including anything else. So that's you know. Yeah, actually, it's more like two dollars. So I think there's around sixty uh, million shares outstanding. So one hundred and twenty divided by sixty is two, right? So two dollars U.S., three dollars Canadian. Okay, so I, you know, it's it's interesting. I don't, I don't think you know the uh, the market has really caught on to, you know, how big of a deal, how big of an opportunity this this really is. I mean, because uh, you know, the stock no. the stock hasn't moved today. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you what I think is going to be the trigger um, that starts to get the stock moving. My opinion is, after doing this for thirty years, is that everybody's looking for some new deals, right? They're looking like, okay, you made an acquisition. Okay, great. Um, You know, let's see some new business, right? Let's see, you know, some new deal signed. And so 
um, I think that's going to be the thing that gets, you know, everybody focused on the fact that th these businesses are growing and signing up new customers. And I think that's going to happen at a very, very rapid rate um, in 2020 and beyond. It just, you know, like you said, when we started right place, right time, we have the right product offering. We have something very, very unique, which we really haven't spoken about is that while there is this work from home, uh, you know, kind of market sector, meaning, um, you know, Zoom and, and Slack and you know, a couple of others, there is no work from home with AR except Next Tech. There's no virtual conference except for Next Tech with AR. And so we see that as a big, big differentiator. And in fact, you know, we're giving presentations uh, every day. And when we give our presentations to these major corporations, they all are shopping. They have to shop, right? That's their job. They go from, uh, you know, virtual event conference company to virtual event conference company looking for the best deal, the best fit. None of them are focused on price. The thing that gets them excited is the AR. The thing that makes them go, oh, the thing that makes them put their face into the screen so they can see the AR. They, they, they don't even know what they're seeing. When we demo AR for them uh, in a virtual conference, they literally push their face into the screen to get a closer look because it's so like incredible. And that's the thing, Jack, that's going to drive in my opinion, an enormous wave of business um, to Next Tech because, again, you know, virtual conference, virtual conference, like you know, they're shopping, um, but nobody else. It's has a big AR. differentiator. It's a key key differentiator. This, the AR. It's uh, it's sort of like uh, you know. Uh, like Tesla, you know, you have, uh, you know, your whatever, your Ford electric car, whatever it is, they have a car, I think, Ford or Chevy, Volt, and then yeah, Tesla. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a completely different experience. It's like, you know, the, with this AR, you're basically like the, the Tesla of electric cars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost like, um, I, I mean, I don't want to say that we have a monopoly because that doesn't sound <laughs> right, but we have a first mover advantage. And to put it into perspective, I'm going to leave it at this. I was doing a little research on the size of the virtual events market. And according to LinkedIn, there's 500,000 uh, events put on annually by 50,000 event organizers, which equates to $150 billion annual business. All of that is now shifted to virtual events. Now that's the event industry, right? All of that is now virtual, you know, it's come to a complete standstill. So you got $150 billion looking for a home, looking for a platform to put on virtual events. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a massive opportunity. Um, so Evan, we haven't had you uh, on for a while, you know, you've been busy with this acquisition for the last month. Uh, so can you, can you give our audience an update on, you know, the rest of the operations, like the, uh, what's happening with the 3D ad network, the AR ties of commerce, uh, every, yeah. all those other, 
operations that you have? Yeah. Yeah. So um, basically what happened is, you know, it, when the pandemic hit, uh, which was really like February, um, our business, you know, we had just launched our 3D ad network. We were just coming out of beta. Um, we had, you know, our, our web AR business was starting to scale. Um, and, you know, our e-com business was doing well. So pandemic hits. It's <laughs> like, you know, all of a sudden we're in uncharted waters. Um, nobody knew, including me, what was going to happen. I didn't know if our e-com business was going to, you know, get shut down. I didn't know if our uh, entire business was going to, I had no idea, right? We were kind of flying blind in this new pandemic economy. So, you know, we kind of tapped uh, the brakes, but it, a little bit, but at the same time, um, I felt like nothing, I couldn't sense any real change in the, the pace of our business. So we kind of kept going. Well, meanwhile, my CFO was saying, Hey, Evan, you know, I keep hearing of companies laying people off. Like, you know, maybe we should think about it. I'm like, nah, you know, it doesn't feel like anything's changing, you know? And he kept calling me like every day saying, you know, another company just laid off people. I'm like, you know, eh. <laughs> so what it, instead of laying people off, what I decided to do, which was a little risky, was load up on more inventory because I saw supply chain issues starting to rise up, you know, with China. And so we added more inventory to our e-com business. And um, the next thing that happened was the e-com business exploded where, you know, again, I, I didn't see it coming, but it makes sense now in hindsight, right? You can't go to the store. So everybody's shopping at home. So, you know, if you can't go to the store and you're shopping at home and, and we have an e-com, you know, two e-com businesses, those businesses um, took off. And one of them is, is, we is were, in the vacuum cleaner, right? Which is like the, the perfect yeah. thing. People stuck yeah. at home. Right. They want to keep their place right. clean. Yeah. They need the, the vacuum bags, all that stuff. Right, right. Vacuum up the virus, right? <laughs> so, yeah. And Lysol yeah. with some Lysol. <laughs> Yeah, so we were uniquely positioned to capitalize, and that is continuing. That has not stopped, right, because society still hasn't opened up. And because we have our own website, we're not just Amazon, um, we've seen a surge in you know customers coming to our website, uh, calling in. We have great customer service, and so we, we've actually added more headcount to our customers. So, so the net net is we've picked up business that we think is not going to end even when the pandemic starts to um, wane and people start to go out again we think that our business the e-com side will continue to show dramatic gains over the you know the coming year and beyond now when we move to the ad network and we start talking about that um, so we had just launched it um, at the same time you know we had the web ar business and, and you know I'm CEO, I got to make executive decisions. Um, and so, you know, I've been working with Jalokia and I, and all of a sudden work from home became, you know, the new thing. And I'm like, wait a minute, you know, I started to connect the dots that there was this opportunity to acquire these guys. And so we negotiated the deal uh, very quickly um, in principle. And I decided, not to wait until the deal closed 
to move forward as a business as if it had already closed. So back in February, uh, late February, March, <laughs> really, we started to work as if we owned Jalokia. So essentially, we pivoted our business away from um, you know, focusing on web AR or 3D ads, which was more of an uphill battle into, you know, this world of virtual conferences. And so we spent about 30 days getting our sales collateral, you know, buttoned up, getting our presentations buttoned up. <laughs> and so now instead of, you know, closing on the Jaloki acquisition and starting that whole process and, you know, having a 30 day, 60 day lag time, we're in market. We're on the phone every day. And we think there's going to be a lot of announcements around closing deals. You know, there's like a 30 day, it takes about, you know, 30 days to, to land these deals, you know, which are, you know, six figure deals, right? Most of these deals are, are, are substantial. And so, we kind of, um, you know, decided, I made the executive decision not to focus on the, the, the web AR or the 3D ad network, but to go for this virtual uh, conference business where the demand was insatiable, right, where, where there's inbound leads. And so, you know, the 3D ad network is alive and, alive and well, so is the web AR. And the idea is, is that we're going to bring in customers on the back of this virtual events uh, platform, the Jalokia platform. And then once they're in the door, we're going to start to move them to the 3D ads and the web AR. So that's kind of the, you know, the short version of what's, what's been going on with our, with our business uh, over the last couple of months. Got it. So, you know, <clears throat> I guess the, you know, picking up where I think one of the, the first things I asked you was like, you know, the market, you know, you have these, again, you have these tech stocks in the, in the virtual remote space, you know, that are, that are flying. Um, what is, I mean, what, and, and again, and next tech is, you know, probably about 50% off the highs. Uh, what is it that you, maybe that investors might be missing? What is it that you think maybe they don't quite understand about the story that if they did, you know, the stock would be, you know, trading at, at, at a, uh, you know, uh, more, more of a complete value. So, you know, remember, we're still small cap, uh, micro cap. Um, all of our investors are retail. We don't have any, you know, institutional investors. There's no fidelities or vanguards um, in our stock yet. So our goal to get fair valuation, to see the, the stock uh, reflect, you know, what we think it, it should be, uh, valued at is to get listed on NASDAQ national. Um, we think we can accomplish that this year in 2020. And we think once that happens, it will, uh, open up the conversation and, and open up the possibilities of getting, uh, big institutional investors into our stock. I mean, they just don't buy, uh, stocks on the OTC QB. Just, you know, just don't do it. And also, I think that that ETF you mentioned, then yeah, you know, that would give them, you know, if once you're a Nasdaq, that would, you know, essentially allow them to to buy the stock. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ETFs, um, probably the same story. Yeah, they probably won't be able to buy um, unless we're on Nasdaq. So it's even more of an incentive for me 
to get us listed on NASDAQ. And the timing, I think, is ideal because, you know, the, those ETFs go, uh, let's say, live June, July. Um, you know, we think we can be uh, on the NASDAQ in Q4. So, you know, perfect timing. So Q4, we're talking about uh, the around November sometime. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what month, Jack. I mean, there's, there's you know, there's a couple of months in Q4. You don't you know the day and date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a process. Um, we're working on it. It's a it's a priority. It's it's you know, and when I put my mind to something, it's going to happen. One way or another, we're going to make it happen. Okay. Uh, Evan, let's, uh, let's uh, kind of wrap up with what, you know, what's, um, you know, the company has evolved, you know, over the last, you know, 24 months, you know, since, since uh, you guys launched, really. Uh, what's your vision for, for Next Tech? Uh, let's just say two years out. What is the company going to look like? I mean, we, we are, and we've said, you know, repeatedly, we're building a billion dollar, uh, you know, public company. And, you know, that means that we are going to have uh, a list of blue chip clients using our platform on a regular basis. Um, our technology is going to be um, state of the art, second to none. Uh, we're going to have innovative products that others don't have, which give us a leadership position. And so, you know, our goal is to be that AR stock that everybody um, you know, wants to invest in and, and, you know, similar to like, you know, Microsoft was in the 1980s, if you wanted to invest in, you know, the PC market uh, or Intel, uh, those guys were the first movers. And so, you know, we kind of see ourselves as having an opportunity to be uh, a first mover in the AR business, which, um, it is is significant. We think it's you know at least a billion dollar opportunity. Yes, yeah, as, as a public company, you know that that uh, that would that would kind of would be where it is. Uh, so, Evan, um, again, I want to thank you. Uh, now, next week, uh, May sixth, you're actually going to be a featured presenter uh, at the next Superstock live stream. So, anybody who's listening right now. Uh, should definitely uh, click the link below, or, or if you're, you're on social media, just to go to Wall Street Reporter and uh, go to the next Superstock page, uh, and uh, yeah. we'll get the rest of the story then. All right, great. Thanks, Jack. Have a great day. Thank you again, Evan.